Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. I am so excited to be here with you today with another awesome episode of how to become next on scene in your field of business or in your passion. Um, before I come on with my amazing guest, I always love to share a marketing tip of the day and a self-care tip of the day. Um, and then, I, of course, I will share about my amazing guest. So marketing tip of the day. First of all, hashtags, holy macaroni, um, literally and figuratively. So I have been really, really paying more attention to how I'm using hashtags and maximizing them. And I'm having more and more people find me now through hashtags. So the key takeaways that you always need to remember is to not use the same ones every time you're posting. If you have groups of hashtags to rotate groups of hashtags every 30 days. So if you have like one post you do on Monday and one post you do on Tuesday and you use groups of hashtags under those posts, make sure every 30 days you rotate them. Um, because there's something called shadow banning. And I'm sure I've talked about this plenty of times before, but if you use the same hashtags every time, Instagram thinks you're a robot and then they ban you from being found through hashtags. So you always, always want to make sure you're switching up your hashtags and you stick between 10 and 15. I have found when I stick within that range, my reach is higher. And um, also I am being found by more people. So really, really pay attention to niche marketing hashtags. Niche marketing means, which I have on my YouTube channel, 5,000 to 900,000 users. If you stick within that range, your audience will be very captive, niche marketed, and translate. So a, a mouthful of hashtags information today. But if you really use this and maximize, please tell me. I want to hear more about that. Um, that is my hashtag tip of the day, which I am sure I've repeated, but it's never too old to always remind people as you grow in business, things to think about. So my self-care tip of the day is um, spirituality. If you are not doing anything spiritually and you want to grow a business as an entrepreneur or you're thinking about starting your own business, the first step you really need to develop to really start being able to grow professionally, um, knowing your self-worth is to really invest in some spiritual work. Um, spiritual work just can even mean anything from like doing oracle readings or working with a, an intuitive advisor or working with somebody who is just can see you beyond this realm of like on earth that we're on. It sounds woo-woo, but it could not be more true. It's like you can only control what's around you on earth here. And you don't know all of that information unless you know somebody who can help you translate that information. Um, I've just continuously invested in myself and I can't begin to tell you how valuable those tools are. So be more spiritual. You will be totally happy when you do that. Um, now let's share my amazing guest. I have Lila Hallaby. Um, she is so fantastic and she is the founder and licensed cosmetologist behind Shimmered Beauty based in Boston, but travels everywhere for clients. And um, I personally had the absolute pleasure of having her come over and do my hair and makeup today. And I could not say more amazing things about this amazing woman who is doing so much good for the world. Um, she's a mom, she balances it all, and she runs an amazing team of women um, who continue to inspire us. So I am so excited for you to meet her, get inspired, and learn about some trends, how she got started and so much more. So stay tuned for Lila Hallaby. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing founder and licensed cosmetologist, Lila Hallaby from Shimmer Beauty. Hi, Lila. How are you today? Jackie, I'm well. How are you? Good. I am so excited to be here with you today. You are so talented in your field and such an inspiration, first of all. Um, thank you. Yeah, of course. So tell you know me and my audience, outside of the people that do know you, how did you fall into the world of hair and makeup? Oh my God. So I actually have always had a passion to do hair and makeup. And I think it kind of fell under the category of confidence and how do you instill confidence in yourself and into others. And just the analogy that everybody goes by, like if she looks good, therefore she should feel good. I'm the exact opposite. If you feel good, that should be emanated in your outer appearance. And that's what I'm here to do and to help other women do that because We are so strong in so many uh, different dimensions and we are multi-tiered in our life in general. So why not start off by looking and feeling great? And that's where I come into play. So I I love what I do. I'm so happy. Yeah. And you're so talented at it. Like I said in the teasers, Lila did my hair and makeup today. I'm obsessed with it. So I just think she's amazing. Thank you for that. I had so much fun with that. Yeah. So much fun. So tell us now about Shimmer Beauty. Like how long have you been in business? Like tell us more about the company itself. Absolutely. So uh, Shimmer Beauty is basically a beauty company. It's for women, by women. All of my staff are all women and we are um, either in hair, makeup, nails, uh, one or two, maybe all of the above. And what makes us very different is that we go to our clients, whether it's an event, whether it's a one-day glam, um, and we go to the hotel or the home and we get all of the entourage shimmered up, with makeup in here. And if we need to do something the day ahead, we go out and do that. So we cater to the everyday and the events. I love that. And now what, do you remember your first client? Like what was that experience? Like, can you share with us? (laughs) That is an exact fake it till you make it. So just a little bit quickly about myself. I always knew low key that I wanted to do something in the beauty industry Um, and just to help women feel very motivated of who they are, regardless of what industry they're in. So I actually uh, majored in pre-med, which is maybe on the other side of the spectrum here. And um, graduating with that, not falling in love with it, I just said, you know what, I need to go back to what my passion is and hopefully pray that that is my purpose. And thankfully it was. So I just went back, I got my license and it's just been continuing continuing education since then. Um, And then I just started marketing myself and then people saw what I saw in myself. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm being recognized for my passion. So I did, my first client was actually a bride. And as we know, what more important day there is than than the wedding day. So uh, trembling (laughs) with a sweat beating on my forehead, I did go out to my first bride and I just was myself and I listened to what the bride wanted and we just had the most fantastic time. And ever since then, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to get better from here. I love that. And I also want to like bring something up that you and I discussed prior, but something about like everybody you work with, like they become like really, really the best of the best in their industry. Like after working with you, continuing working with you. Like, so I think that says a lot about you as a person, which I think is amazing. And so what do you feel as like, you know, a boss, like that you, with the people you train and work with, like, what is something that you, your biggest takeaway that you hear from the people you work with? Well, your question 
think is multi-tiered. I'm going to start with the first thing that jumped at me with your question. Um, number one, being in a business, you are um, a leader and you can't be a leader without a team, Jackie. Um, and if your team respects and loves you, that just emanates what kind of a leader you are. Mm-hmm. I can't be a leader without my team. So I'm as good as my team is. And I think that um, knowing the knowledge and the experience that I have is only as good as if I paid for it to them, whether they decide to stick with me and we uh, unify our strengths together or whether they choose to, you know, branch off and be the best that they can be in their element, I am happy and applaud them and will continuously mentor them regardless of what their decision is. And I think that that is part of being a boss. It's not them only being on your team. Um, And then second, it's when you're going out to, you know, your, your clientele, you are rendering the service. There's always something on the table that's being exchanged, whether it's a service or a product. And in my, uh, in my business, it's definitely the service being rendered. But it's not just that, Jackie. It's about the experience being had. Um, you know, with my day-to-day uh, clients, I don't call them appointments anymore. At a certain point in time, they become a visit where I'm going out there to <laughs> just chat and catch up on the family and their work. And, um, you know, being a boss in the industry is not just about a business. It is not just about the service being rendered. It is also a big deal about being or having a relationship with your with your clientele, um, creating that rapport with them, and be able to um, magnify your purpose. And uh, like we had touched on uh, earlier on today, I feel that regardless of the industry that you're in, each and every one of us, boss women, if you want, we have a podium. And I like to think of my podium being behind that chair or in front of that chair with my client, whether I'm doing hair or whether I'm doing makeup. And that is my moment to shine and to be able to listen into into, um, uh, influence, if you will, and allow a person to understand their strengths and their qualities and know that you can. We all can. And why not? And if I could just be that 1% uh, push or encouragement, then I I think I've I've, uh, successfully um, fulfilled my purpose. 100%. And now obviously with the transition of COVID, like how has that transformed your business as a business owner in an industry that's, especially in the event world, right? Where a lot of weddings now have shifted to. So just talk about that a little bit from both perspectives. Absolutely. So with COVID, um, it definitely took a toll in our business in reference to there are no gatherings and therefore there are no weddings. If there are no weddings, um, you know, definitely our, our work um, took a, a bit of a dive, as everybody did in the industry. But the question here is that regardless of COVID that is at hand or whatever the situation is at any point in time in a business, it is time to step back, reevaluate, and make a bad situation better. And for me, um, with the business, it is definitely me and my client, me and my team, but it's also me and my coworkers or vendors in the industry. So for me at that time, I basically was able to uh, reach out to local vendors and to uh, cross-pollinate, um, kind of like, you know, take ideas and, and, and see how we can um, make our business airtight and how we can lean on each other. So when COVID is over and we're getting to our new norm, how can we assist each other? Okay. It's all about marketing and learning how to market in different ways. We can pay for marketing through um, Instagram or Facebook or any type of uh, social platform. But I always say um, a a talking mouth is the best way to do it. And if I can do that through my vendors who can attest to my work and my service, I think that is the best. And so 
during COVID, I was able to um, meet new vendors, do a lot of collaborations, create new packages. And then that way, when we are ready to go into this new norm, we're going to hit the ground running and we're going to hit it very solid. And uh, to have that extra support that I didn't have pre-COVID is, uh, is great and it's amazing. And I think COVID actually helped me. It didn't harm me um, in the long haul. I love that. And I think you're just such a huge collaborator too, which is something we talked about, like collaborating with other glam squads and other people that are in the industry. Like, I think that's such a powerful thing to like acknowledge, you know? Absolutely. For sure. I mean, with that aspect, I'm very, um, I'm very uh, high up on the scale when it comes to uh, paying it forward and kind of unifying efforts. And maybe it's going to sound cliche, but I definitely abide by the fact that one candle doesn't dim its light by lighting another. We just shine brighter when we join forces and we just, you know, tackle the world with just all of our knowledge and our skill. And we just, I guess, uh, we execute that much more better together. I love that analogy about the light with the candles dimming. That was really awesome. I loved that. So awesome. Okay. So obviously, you know, this our podcast is live in November. So let's talk about seasonal trends. So like in terms of color spectrums and things that are trending right now, can you tell us more about that? You know, um, if you had asked me this question a year ago or before, I would say, you know, a specific trend is ongoing. Right now, anything is fair game. Um, So I focus a lot on bridal, if you will. And I feel like a lot of the bride's um, are looking for like hair down or something, you know, simple. And then I have the other spectrum where they just want to be loud and proud and just like the dramatic eye or the, the updo. So anything is fair game. Um, basically what I do in order to understand what the bride is looking for, there is always a vision board. And when I'm doing a consultation with a bride, um, it's a matter of getting that thought onto paper and being able for me as an artist to, to execute her vision. It's very important. Um, consultation is key. We all know that. You have to listen and take a minute. And so for me, I always ask my clients to send me photos and inspirations. And I usually take elements from each and make that vision board come to life. So to basically answer your question, what is trending today is what the bride wants. And there's really not a specific color palette or a theme um, it's just anything is fair game. Oh, that's a great answer. Great answer. Cause everybody has their own taste, right? Yeah. So I know too, even when you were doing my makeup and hair, I was asking like in terms of brands, like brands you really like to use. So can you talk about that too a little bit? Cause obviously there's a reason that you're using particular ones versus other ones. So yeah. So, you know, exactly what you said when we were talking a little bit earlier, when, you know, in reference to artists, there is no artist better than another. Okay. It's just, I always say it's about personality. We all have our technique. We all have our skill. We all have our experience. It's just a matter of how you apply it. And I personally think that when you listen to the client and you actually hear what they want, you're able to execute accordingly. So in reference to products that I use, it is really across the board. I love Huda Beauty because I feel like her brand and her product line um, mirrors my genre. Okay. I feel like the color palette that she has is uh, across the board and caters to a lot of different clients and their requests. However, it's not restricted to that. I use Anastasia Beverly Hills or Christian Jor, Smashbox, Urban Decay, so on and so forth. And I think it's very important to be uh, versatile with the kind of products that you offer because 
you may have a client who knows their brands and says, okay, I want this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you need to be able to have that in your kit. But uh, generally speaking, uh, I have not found a makeup line that unifies everything that an artist needs. Um, I feel that each makeup line has their strengths better than others. And I try to kind of pick those out of the, uh, the line, if you will, and just use the best of the best. And then I bring that forward and I custom tailor my kit to fit everybody's needs the best I think is, is possible. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I remember you were saying you love test trial and like mixing and matching things, which I think is so fun. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I actually took many different certification classes where I custom blend foundations. I custom blend um, bronzers and blushes because there is no cookie cutter to any woman. I'll tell you that. I have not found one foundation where I can say this is my skin as a liquid. Never. It's either an orange face, a red face, a white face. I think, you know, these girls out there who are listening to me know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's never, um, you know, you can't go to a drugstore or even to like any of these beauty stores where you can get your color exact match, you know, in a bottle. So it's very important just to maybe even talk, you know, talk to a makeup artist, say, okay, can you just, uh, you know, hire me for an hour? I will go out there. I will help you figure out, you know, take this and take that. I can custom blend your foundation for you or even show you how to. And then that way, you know, it's going to be a hundred percent each time. And there is no shade, for example, in foundation that goes 12 months out of the year, your skin tone and color changes. So in the summer, clearly you're going to be darker. And in the winter, you're going to be a little bit more fair skinned. So um, it's not uniform. And this is where, you know, a makeup artist can also help you for, for your day to day. I love that. Great, solid, inspirational, great answers. I just, I'm so inspired with the the color contrasting thoughts that go into that science. I'm like, I think that's so fascinating. So, I mean, now you are doing weddings, right? Like we were talking about that earlier. So like the transition now of like what people are doing, can you talk about that too? Like what people are doing? Absolutely. So, I mean, being very mindful that we are still very much amidst COVID-19 and it is a very real situation that we are, um, Personally, for our business and just as a cosmetologist, it just magnified our sanitation, right? So graduating from cosmetology school, we always needed to abide by this. We need to put on a mask. We need to use gloves and or hand sanitizer. We do need to use a face shield. We need to properly sanitize our equipment, our tools, our implements. Like it, I feel like COVID kind of put a reset button on the cosmetology industry because Um, it is not healthy or clean to use implements that haven't been sanitized from client to client. So it wasn't all too foreign for me personally or for my team that this is something that should be done all the time across the board. So in reference to that, um, I think that it's it's pretty much uh, the same. It hasn't changed. Now, taking on weddings, um, definitely a lot more disposable implements have to be used. We have to take the extra measure of making sure that Um, when we're working on a a member of the entourage, no one is around us or near us per se, Uh, making sure that you put on your visor when you're working on someone's face for like makeup and just taking that extra measure to ensure the client knows that you are well aware and very mindful that um, you don't want to infect or even get infected, okay? As a cosmetologist, I've actually taken PCR tests about seven times. Not for anything. I've never felt any symptoms, but for peace of mind, I do that extra measure, right? 
we didn't do that before. Um, and a lot of our brides definitely did refrain from uh, having their wedding. And um, I don't remember exactly who said on social media, but I really agree with this um, research. They're saying, you know, hey, brides, like we understand you're going through this. We are being affected equally like you are. Um, you don't need to elope. You can have a micro wedding. So why not work within the guidelines the government has given us? So if it's about 25 people or 50 people, utilize that. It's not all bad, you know? The money that you're saving on the wedding, you can put towards a house or towards so a house. Exactly. You, know, you know, always trying to magnify that silver lining. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Solid, solid advice here. <laughs> Lila, I love it. Okay, so is there, before we obviously play a little game time, um, can you tell everybody how they can follow you on social media and also anything you want to offer to our audience today? My God, absolutely. I would love it if everybody would follow me on um, Instagram. The handle is Shimmered Beauty. So past tense of shimmer, S-H-I-M-M-E-R-E-D, beauty. And same for Facebook. I can also uh, be contacted through my contact box on my website, which is shimmeredbeauty.com. And going there, you can get my phone number. And that's a really good point also. What really sets us apart from other people is, or other businesses, I should say, is that I have my personal cell phone as your main contact. You will get me every time. Night or day, doesn't matter what hour, text me. Uh, Just yesterday, I was doing a phone consultation with the bride at 10 p.m. There is no bad time. I'm here for you. And I feel that that's the main difference between mediocre and luxury. Mm -hmm. I love that. Go, girl. (laughs) Preach it and then tell us your offer. So... As a uh, pick-me-up for all of my brides, I know we have definitely a mixed crowd out there. I would love uh, to gift one very lucky bride a free wedding uh, for hair and makeup, both combined, for her and three of her uh, entourage members. It's going to be free hair, free makeup. We would come out the day of and get you guys all shimmered up on the house uh, as our thank you to, uh, to you guys following us and just continuous uh, commitment. And for those uh, gals out there who are not getting married or have been and just want a glam night, um, one lucky participant will have a free hair and makeup session by yours truly. Um, Worth it. <laughs> it was a great feeling, huh, Jackie, mm-hmm. today? Yeah. yeah. So in order to qualify, it's, I think, something super simple. I would need you to like the post, follow my page, and tag five of your friends. All three need to be done. I will then pick out, um, I will pick out a name from a hat right when the podcast airs, which is on the 9th of November, and we'll have two lucky winners. So exciting. Everybody needs to jump on this. This is like a one-of-a-kind experience. That's all I have to say. Lila is amazing. So yeah, I totally mean that, genuinely. So, okay, let's play some game time. So outside of your amazing career, everybody wants to know more about you. So what is Lila's favorite food? Oh my gosh. My favorite food has to be hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me everything about where this stems from, please. (laughs) I just feel like um, hot dogs is not just about the food. It's really about like kind of like the experience. And it just, I don't know, it just takes me back to like a carnival or just like a fun time and lights and just nighttime. So I feel like uh, hot dogs are pretty fun. <laughs> I love that. Now, do you, are you like adding ketchup? Or are you adding mustard? Like, are you that type of girl? Or you like it plain? <laughs> I'm a very, very simple person when it comes to food. I don't like to really explore too much. I think I'm flat out ketchup. <laughs> I love that. 
Keep it simple. Simple sometimes is the best way to go. I totally agree. Okay, I love that. Where is your favorite place you've ever traveled to thus far? Gosh, um, I'm a little biased when it comes to that. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm of uh, Lebanese descent. So very proud Lebanese, uh, Middle Eastern woman right here. I absolutely love going back to Lebanon. I just don't know why out of all the places in the world, I just feel like it just brings you back to, to your basics. It brings, um, it basically makes you a little bit more grounded and it constantly reminds you of, you know, it reminds me of who I am and where I came from and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think it's very, very important to always keep that in mind. So I have to say, uh, north of Lebanon, it's called Ihidin. It's a gorgeous town. I think everybody should uh, try to visit it at least. And Lebanon is a gorgeous country, regardless of what the media is saying. I love it. And how far is every flight? So basically, it is um, soup to nuts, about 19 hours. And you usually have to have a layover in Europe. Anywhere or Italy. Yeah. So it's usually like a nine, 10 hour flight. And then the balance flight is after Europe stop, basically. Um, Yeah. So it basically is almost split in half, depending on where the layover is. So you're talking about maybe a six, seven hour flight, a a couple of hour layovers, and then about five hours, four to five hours into Beirut. So interesting. Full of knowledge and facts today. Okay. Awesome. What is your bucket list destination of a place you've never been to? Oh my God. Hawaii. Ooh. Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii so bad. I have never one. I love the beach. I think it's so exotic. And I feel like just the color palette and and just like how nature brings itself to be the way it is, I think is very, uh, an interesting turf that I want to be on. I think that's a great decision. And I've heard from multiple people, like everybody needs to go like once to the Hawaii. Like that's what I've always heard. So great choice. Great choices. Okay. Now our final favorite question, which I'm so excited for Lila to share with you. What is, if you could spend a day with somebody dead or alive, you have not met yet, who would it be and why? Okay. Well, I love Marilyn Monroe, but I have to say Audrey Hepburn. And the reason is, the reasons are many. Um, Number one, because she is a, a woman. Number two, it was a classic rights to riches. She's a British actress, a humanitarian, she was a beauty icon, a fashion icon. She used that uh, power because we, as women, our beauty is our power. However, it is a fine line between using it in the right way or the wrong way. And I say that standing on my soapbox. She used it in a way to um, enable other women to be the best that they could be while maintaining their respect, their self-respect. And uh, she was a renowned um, actress. She was very voiced on how her views. And um, not to uh, elaborate in great detail, I love her train of thought where she says, and I'm going to quote her two, setting, two sayings that she said, the best um, version of yourself is being beautiful inside and out. And I love that I have that on my website. And second, giving um, is living. And I love if, that quote. You said it earlier. It was like, please share on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like giving is living. And if you stop giving, then you're not living out your purpose. If I may add on to her quote, what good is the knowledge that I have if I don't pay it forward to others? I'm not going to be around all my life. I'm not going to be uh, able to practice um, you know, my knowledge and, and my art all my life. So if I'm keeping it for myself, that is very, very selfish. And if I can pay that forward to others, then I think I've served my purpose and I've served it well. 
And um, I think that by doing so, you're not giving a person a fish, you're giving them the rod. You're giving them a gift that will keep giving for uh, for a life lifetimes to come. So good. So yeah. many solid, amazing information here. So Lila, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on today. Please share with us again how they can follow you and um, enter this amazing giveaway. Absolutely. Well, I want to just take this opportunity to thank you, Jackie. You're not only a colleague, um, a liaison, an advocate. You're, you've become a really good friend. And I appreciate you and everything you do for me and any other person in the industry. <laughs> Uh, and in order to follow me, guys, and to take advantage of the giveaway, Shimmered Beauty on Instagram, Shimmered Beauty on Facebook, shimmeredbeauty.com for my website, all of which you can get my phone number and text me. Thank you and good luck to each and every one of you. Yeah, good luck, guys. All right, everybody. Thanks again, Lila, for joining us. And stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.